Jody loves her some Friday. Man. And so that's what today is, but it's not just an any Friday. This the gotta remember this weekend that we set our clocks back. Ah, <sighs> you get an extra hour. <clears throat> it's what you do with that hour, you know? It you used know, to be yeah. that we would party. Yeah. Now all days. We sleep for our extra hour, I think, at our house. What I was always you? I was always the person who like planned weeks in advance for this to return and it caught me by surprise until a friend mentioned to me the other day, Hey, you know, this is the weekend it goes back. Yeah. I'm like, ah, extra hour of sleep. Darker early. Yeah. And remember it's daylight saving time. Saving, not savings. Yeah, not savings. Yeah, we're leaving that. So yeah. Um we got those reminders. In fact, we're gonna talk about that coming up. Why most a lot of Americans, I'll say a lot of Americans say they don't like Getting the extra hour, even though you get an extra hour, hello, you've been given the gift of time. Makes you early to church if you forget. We'll do that on the way. <laughs> um, can I share my Friday favorite to kick off this morning? Sure. Jody's Friday favorite. All right, earlier this week and late night TV, and and I, we missed it because we go to bed early because we get up early. On the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, he pretended that he was hurt and he couldn't go on with the monologue. Mm-hmm. And who tags in to help him? Jay Leno jumps up from the crowd and comes to do the monologue. You know, these comedians who are retired are itching to do political jokes, and this is why this happened. So here's a little bit of Jay Leno doing the monologue earlier this week. Hillary Clinton got quite a scare tonight. I guess a trick-or-treater came to the door dressed as a lie detector. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you, that Donald Trump, he is a smart businessman. When kids rang his bell and yelled trick-or-treat, Trump yelled trick, and before the kids grabbed any candy, declared bankruptcy. (laughs) Boom, just like that. The greatest thing about our country, and this is why I'm optimistic, out of more than 325 million Americans, we were able to narrow it down to the two best-loved, most qualified people. That's, I mean, that's unbelievable. That is a testament yeah, been to that for months. Yeah, a chance for a comedian to come out and at least do some. And, it, last weekend and week that he could do it, really, before we know the results. And it's mm-hmm. like he never left the stage when he does that, you know, know what I mean? It's that retro Jay Leno feel. His same style. So I just enjoyed that and wanted to share that with you. Coming up, Sam has music news. Got the song Bruno Mars says made him second guess if he could ever, ever write a good oh, song again. don't even. Sam's got music news. Mr. Bruno Mars is on the uh, cover of this month's Rolling Stone. And he, I love it when he's on the cover. Is he like holding a leopard again or something? Like I need to look it up. Never mind. Uh, and I'm on it. T- hits a bunch of different topics, Super Bowl and songs, and one of the songs he talks about is Uptown Funk. This song's going to define him, isn't it? Yeah. I hope not. And, and he says kind of, he goes into the fact that it may have actually hurt him mentally, but the song was so popular that when he came down to writing this new album, the 24K, Pressure. he said, am I going to be able to do that again? Are people going to take oh, me right, seriously? Right, right. I mean, I got the biggest song ever. Are they going to like it? Is the radio even going to play my new music? Because it's like, well, it's not a damn thought. So he said he kind of got over that when he got into the new album. Uh, he talked about the Super Bowl, uh, doing the, the Super Bowl. And he said, you know, the NFL took a chance on him. But once he got the deal, he was in constant fighting with the producers of the show. Right. Because he told them, look, keep the cameras on me and my band and I got you. No kidding. And he said they kept telling him, well, you know, there's this part where we want to go to the audience. And nope. they got the, the lighted bracelets on. He's like. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Keep the cameras on me. He's right. And apparently the lighted bracelet thing never did work out. So, yeah. hey. His moves are too great. By the oh, way, yeah. the, the title of the article is Bruno Mars, The Private Anxiety of a Pop Perfectionist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's this month's Rolling Stone. Check it out. Okay. Uh, Forbes is out with their highest paid women in music. The top list there, number three, Madonna. Adele's number two, but coming in at number one, making $170 million. Cause the players are 
miss and Taylor Swift. Yes, and you know what? Because it's, she writes so much and gives it, you know, yeah. she's making money on more music than just hers. She's also very generous. I like to say that. Oh, yeah. She, she gives She's donated back. so much this year. So she hit the highest paid women list, number one on that. But she also is number one on Forbes Celebrities Top 100 Highest Paid Stars list. Mm. Men and women on that one. And Jody, I got one for your daughter, Taylor. Uh, one of her favorite bands since she's a pentaholic. Is Pentaholic. that what it is? Taylor and Phoebe yeah, both, both of them. Are. Mm-hmm. Pentatonix uh, is going to have a holiday special. Mary, did you know that your baby boy... In case you don't know who Pentatonix are, they're an all acapella group. Mm-hmm. Inc- they're incredible. They're perfect, actually. And they sing without instruments. Stop. Okay. okay so when, uh, it's December 14th, special. NBC. Uh, it's going to be them and Reba McIntyre, Kelly Clarkson, also part of the show. Wow. Possibly Dolly Parton. Martin too, and oh, some yes. other. Well, that's names right because they're added. doing a duet, right? Well, right. they not did a duet. A, they did Jolene. They did, yeah, they did the cover of Jolene. You're right. Nice. Maybe they'll do Hard Candy Christmas. Oh, Yay. what? Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next. We all get an extra hour this weekend. We fall back. We find out why half of us Americans don't like it, even though you get an extra hour. And what's the one food Sam will spit out at the table? There's only one way to find out. It's when you subscribe to After the Show, the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Sam just draws a line somewhere. It was in a napkin. You really did it? Oh. Well, Jody, you have to listen to the After the Show podcast to find out. Okay, that's right. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. All right, this weekend is daylight saving time ending, meaning we go back to regular. Standard. Standard. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And so this is the weekend that we get an extra hour. So exciting. I feel it. I, I mean, every year, it's like on Sunday, it's like, la, you know, I'm not in love with the dark earlier thing. Yeah. Because I love to walk the dogs in the evening. But you know? you'll stretch it because you're not, you, you tend to burn that hour. We don't go to Dude, bed early. We'll stretch it. Time to, you know, is a gift, baby, and we'll, I use we'll it. We'll take that hour before we go to bed, and then boom. Yeah. It's all even the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe as we get older, we'll use it to sleep. Either way. That's if the kids let you sleep the extra that's hour. That's true. What do you like to do with your extra hour, Sam? Um, sleep. Yeah. And back in the old days, Hello. I would think, like, hey, I got an extra hour and stay up later. But now it's like, eh, I'm going to sleep an extra and hour. I remember college days when it was like you have an extra hour to go out mm-hmm. and hang and party and, you know, all that. Either way, no matter how you spend it, apparently about half Amer- half of Americans don't like it, don't like the way it makes you feel. No matter what you do with your extra hour, which most of us watch TV with it, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Um, that that you don't, me. You, it makes you feel off. Mm-hmm. Next week, you'll feel. I know. I definitely when when we switch to daylight saving time, I feel the loss of an hour. Yeah. But gaining an hour, I, I can't remember if I've ever felt weird about it. But supposedly, any schedule glitch in your body clock makes you feel weird. So get so, ready to feel weird next week, not just because of the election. <laughs> <laughs> so it's back and forth. Backwards and forwards. In other words, when we go to daylight saving time Mm -hmm. and when we go back, it hits you twice a year. Yeah, yeah. I think the other one's more dangerous. When you lose an hour of sleep, anytime you lose sleep, that's more dangerous. Coming up next, Sam's behind the lyrics. Yes, the uh, Bruno Mars. You know, Bruno Mars is big this week on Rolling Stone. He had a lawsuit against him this week. So we're going to cover the song involved in that lawsuit that he almost trashed because it frustrated him. All right, every Friday, this is the fun part. Sam tells us the stories behind the songs. Behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. And we are tackling Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson's Uptown Funk. Sip that ice cold Michelle Fife. 
song that caused him anxiety because after writing it, what did you say in music news? He, he thought, this is my biggest hit. How can I top this? People aren't going to want to hear anything else I do because I it's not I don't want to hear good. about him being pressured. I want to believe that he's always cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mark Ronson had some problems too. The song, it originated with a lick that Bruno and his band used to do during uh, sound checks at concerts. Uh, they liked it and they did it all the time. It's like, Let's make a song out of it. So he gave it to Mark Ronson and said, hey, let's work on this. The problem was neither one of them were together. Mark was traveling. Bruno was touring. Right. And so they were emailing bits and pizzas back. And they never actually got to sit down long enough to hash it all out in one session. Mark Ronson basically almost wound up trashing the song because he couldn't come up with a good hook line or anything. shame. And so luckily okay. that didn't happen. Another thing that happened to Mark Ronson, though, is he had to lay down the guitar parts for it. And he couldn't nail those parts, and, and he made himself so sick that uh, they took a break one day to go to lunch. They were at lunch, and he fainted because he was all wound up about it. They had to get him back to the studio. And, I don't like this story. This well, is horrible. Sorry. This is what goes into great music. You're right. Okay. And on the 82nd take, he, he was able to nail the guitar part. Whoa. Now. Hard work pays off. More recently, they've run into trouble with it with different lawsuits and people saying they yeah. stole stuff. There was a 1980s BBC children's show called uh, Really Wild Show. It's a wildlife show. And they said, hmm, that sounds like our theme song. <laughs> They didn't do anything about it. They just said okay. it sounds like it. It does sound similar. But and uh, if you remember, they added, Bruno and Mark added some of the members of the Gap Band to the writing credits because the Gap Band said, we got a song called Oops Upside Your Head that sounds just like it. So there's, okay. there's no lawsuit there, but they we did. play this game forever with music. You could play that game forever. When it's a certain style that gets yeah. emulated. Yeah. But it's not. that's not all. <laughs> We got the group of Minneapolis just this week that filed the lawsuit. The right. group is Collage and said it rips off their 80s song called Young Girls. A couple little riffs there might yeah. be like Like every 80s song song, like you Sounds said. Sounds like Jody. Midnight Star, yeah. But there's so many songs that sound like that, right? Yeah. Well, let them hash it out in court or out of court with money. Either Whatever. way. I'm still looking forward to more new Bruno stuff. Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. 877-310-4MSJ. That's the number anytime you want to join us. Coming up next, Charlie wants to check back in with you, Sam. Yeah. He's the one that taught you some really new good study habits for Jackson. Oh, for Jackson. So I guess, I guess your test is next. Okay. We love having you along. Reach out anytime and be a part of the show. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text. Charlie wants to follow up with you on something, Sam. Oh, okay. Hey, Charlie. Hey, just checking with you, man. A couple of weeks ago, you were asking about techniques to help your your son with homework. I was just wondering what you what you ended up going with. We had a couple of suggestions to do this, the different senses, to say it, to, to feel it, to hear it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. See one, do one, teach one. Yeah. Yeah, you had called with that, I believe, and we had another uh, teacher that had called and it said basically the same thing. So I've got him for the stuff like the science and the social studies. He'll sit there and he'll read it out loud using his fingers underneath and hearing himself say it. Then give let it sink in. We study it. He goes and does it again yeah. once or twice. And so we do it like two or three times, and I find it's gotten better and better. Awesome. Yeah, social studies, for some reason, seems to be the one that uh, my kids are having an issue with. Yeah. Awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, so thank so you cool. very much, you too, know, for the suggestion. You know, it's funny. I thought of you and all the suggestions about the different ways that people learn and children learn. Recently, I, we, yeah. I had to take, we all had to take a little online course thing. 
And instead of just reading and clicking your answers or going forward, it there was an audio portion of it where it was read to you yeah. aloud. And I did better yeah. with it this time because of that. It, it touches on all your senses. Right. Like I said, you know, I learned that technique in the military. He did tell me it, it felt a little weird the first couple times he did it because he's sitting in the living room reading yeah. out loud. It is defi- awesome, man. I'm so happy. Definitely gotten much better. So thank you for the suggestion, Charlie. Absolutely. Hey, don't don't thank me. Thank the army. <laughs> <laughs> My tax dollars at work. Yay. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, you guys have a great day today, man. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Good thank to you. hear from you again. 877-310-4MSJ. We love to hear from you. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Going to get you ready for SNL this weekend. It's the final one before the election, so they should oh, really be going be for it, finding who's hosting. And Mariah Carey hits the stage last night for the first time since her big breakup. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, it's been such a very big season, the best season in a long time for SNL, Saturday Night Live. Yep. Once they kicked off, it was, I believe it was just a month ago in, in October when they kicked it off. We've had musical guests like Bruno Mars Lady and Gaga. Lady Gaga, and we've had hosts like Emily Blunt and Tom Hanks. And you know, this is the Saturday night before the election. Yeah. So you can expect them to bring it big this week. Kate McKinnon's Hillary Clinton impression is just getting better. I opinion. was instrumental in taking down a man by the name of Osama Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden, yeah. I mean, hysterical. And the Alec Baldwin, when they first said that he would be doing Trump for the however long, you know, they want him to do with Trump, it, it also seems to get better. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> so you know uh, what they're gonna pull out all the stops this weekend. Yeah, no word on what they're working on, but you know they're gonna pull out all the stops. This is the last one before the election, hosted this time by the man of the weekend from Marvel's Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. We miss it last. By the way, this is his SNL promo. He looks at the camera and says, we meet at last. And he walks to the stage. And then he doesn't know what to say, so he says, like, a bad word. Because so. uh, <laughs> he's like, he's so serious yeah, right now well, because he's Doctor music. Strange. But look for that. And the musical guest is Solange. Oh, okay. So that, I mean, I've never seen... Beyonce's sister. Beyonce's sister. I, I didn't know that she would do that, like, solo. Yeah, but then again, yeah, she's got a new album that came out just a few weeks ago. So check her out this weekend on SNL. I do have some fun... Mariah Carey news this morning. I know she's been through a lot lately with mm-hmm. this. Uh, this James Packer. broken. Up, I almost said divorce. The the it's a breakup though because they did they're not getting married now with James Packer. She debuted. Uh, she hit the stage last night for the first time since this whole breakup, and it was her Christmas show. This was in Toronto. This is. Sax Fifth Avenue, uh-huh. and they unveil their Christmas window, and she was there oh, to well, that's perform cool. for it. And she looked fabulous. And instead of the big engagement ring, she was wearing one of her signature butterfly rings. Ah, oh, nice. Was Nick Cannon anywhere? <laughs> Not that we know of. Uh-huh. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at seven fifty-five this morning. Why Mariah Carey is expecting and demanding an inconvenience fee from James Packer for calling off the engagement. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. As we celebrate the Cubs win, I got my. Friday favorite coming up, uh, Jody, just after 7. You get to sing along with the youngest, happiest Cubs fan. 
And the tables turned on Sam. His oldest son forced him to eat something he didn't like the other night. It was interesting. Mm. Kind of like turnabout. Usually that comes with the parents, right? Not the other way around. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. The only way that you can get it, it's exclusive, is to be a subscriber from iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Yeah, and you get to listen when it's convenient for you. That's my favorite part about it. The uh, Cubs won the World Series this week. Yes. Yay, hey. And uh, I got to do my uh, my Friday favorite for that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorite. All right, Sam. This is a little Cubs fan. It's had about nine, ten million views. Oh, uh, yeah. It's singing, amazing. Yeah, take me out to the ball game. So cute. Listen. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the ball. <laughs> Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever get back a woo-woo-woo-woo for the Cubs. Aww. If they don't ring the change, it's a one, two. Oh, I don't know. He looks like he's about four or five. Sweet. He sounds three or that four to me. so sweet. Yeah, you can <laughs> check the video out at murphysamandjody.com. He's got his cubby hat on and yeah, everything. Yeah, perfectly performed. And you guys realize that's one reason that um, Cracker Jacks will never grow away. It lives forever in that song. <laughs> I don't think about that. Mm-hmm. had some Cracker Jacks the other day. The yeah. girls got some big snack mix or something. I can't remember why, why we had them. Um, oh, we got a gift basket. We did oh, yeah, get a yeah, gift yeah, basket. Yeah, yeah. And you know what was they weird were, about them, right? They were not right? in boxes. That's right. It took me forever, remember, to figure that out. It's like, wait, something's different about this Cracker Jack. It's because it was in a bag, not a box. What prize did you get in it? Oh, it was a sticker, like one of those skin no, stickers. It wasn't even a sticker. It was a leaflet that you open up that you had a website that you then had to go download your prize of points in oh. some game. Like oh. complication of these prizes. I mean, at least give me one of those plastic things where I get to googly eyes in the yeah. hole. You know. By the way, right. the coincidence or irony there is that song "Take mm-hmm. Me Out to the Ball Game" was written in 1908. The first time. Last time Last the time Cubs I'm... won the World Series. Oh. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Thank you for that, Sam. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, what Stephen King, the king, the master, thinks of the Netflix hit series Stranger Things with so much, you know, love to him. Yeah. yeah. That's coming up next. And yes, this is uh, Fallback Weekend. Just a reminder, Saturday night when you go to bed, don't forget. One it's, extra hour, use it wisely. I mean, are there really that many things we still have to set back? I guess there are a few. Your car doesn't usually automatically set its clock backwards. Right. Maybe some of the newer models do. I, about to say, I wouldn't know. <laughs> My phone obviously does. Yeah. Okay, so Fallback This Weekend. Are you guys ready for this? I stumbled upon in social media and I'm loving it. What the master Stephen King thinks about. Stranger Things on Netflix. I would hope he What's likes funny it. Funny is that I I found it while we were watching the other night. I Which, literally. By, by the way, we only have one episode left. We're to the, the final, final episode of season one, Sam. Oh, so y'all are down to the end here. Yes. No spoilers. Okay. We're gonna watch it this weekend. I can't believe this is really not my thing. Even though I like a lot of Stephen King, I didn't think I, I didn't think I would love this, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Not, and I think it's mostly because the 80s. of the sci-fi thing. You mean? No, yeah, the sci-fi is not really my thing, or supernatural right. is not really my thing. I can't it, say that that's what this really is, though. It's cool to see how they nailed all the eighty stuff. Oh, all the references, so and... ridiculous. You feel like you were there, so stylized. Well, anyway, Stephen King is a major influence of these guys who wrote this. Okay, the Duffer uh, brothers. The Duffer brothers, who were born in nineteen eighty four. We looked that one oh. up. 
<laughs> Murphy looked that one up. That's yeah. funny because this show is set in 84 yeah. in Indiana. Anyway, so what does Stephen King think of it? Well, it, you know, he wasn't the only influence. They love Spielberg. They love Stephen King. They love um, the movie Stand By Me. And oh, you can, yeah. There you was, can see that as there, a scene with the kids the, walking, walking along the, the railroad train track. track. Yeah. Yeah. When, when that happened, what I turned to you and yeah, say, Stand Murphy? By Me, right? I was like, oh, this, make, this makes me think of Stand By Me. So anyway, yeah, they kind of owed to all of those things. Stephen King, if you follow him, and you should, he tweets about what he's enjoying reading and things like that, everything that's going on in the world. Some One of his Stranger Things tweets, it's Stranger Things is pure fun, A+, plus, don't miss it. Winona Ryder shines. Uh, and yeah. that is totally, totally true. It's true. There, she hasn't had a role that she's really owned that's really kind of put her at that level that she used to be in the and 90s yeah. and the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. In a while. So look for more Ode to Stephen King and Spielberg and all that 80s stuff in season two. But you can't mention a word to me about season two because remember what friends don't do. I haven't seen. It's friends, not even out yet. We, no, you can't tell me what I can be expecting because I haven't seen the last episode. Oh, the okay. first one. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's fashion show time. Okay. I got my basketball uniforms for the rec league. Oh, yeah. That starts next week. I might even get a little practicing in this weekend. I got to show these off. Sam's picked up basketball. Well, with quote marks around it. I haven't picked up a basketball (laughs) yet. Reluctant basketball player. Uh, The league starts Monday. I'm in the league with my uh, two oldest son, Sammy and Will. It's a recreational league. They were the ones that pulled you into this, right? They said, Dad, Sa- come on, Sammy play with did. us. He's been playing for a couple of years now with different friends at work and different teams. And so You'll he's never like, regret this experience with your son. Yeah, so, I remember sons. that when I'm st- stuck on an oxygen you know, guard. Oh, know, right. A mask okay. over my face on the way to the hospital. <laughs> well, you had six months to get in shape I, for I know. this. I know. And the thing is, I That's knew when true. I said that I, would, I wouldn't do anything, but I said, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, I finally got uniforms. And here's what our uniforms look like. <gasps> oh, the Monstars. Yes. Oh, from... that's a cool jersey. I love that. Yeah. Okay, let's see the back. Let's you know, see the back. Well, it's just the number on the back. Oh, excellent. Okay, you're number 25. Well, what's cool about it it's is... a lucky number. It's like he didn't go to one of the athletic stores. He said he found this at Old Navy. No. It already had a number on it? No, no. He had the number and <laughs> the name put on it. But, I mean, we're high class, too, because we have... Uh, oh, That was the wow. white jersey. Oh, I tried it on. The darker jersey. I, I walked around with it last night for and? a while. Oh, feeling like a that was cool. Oh yeah, I love that. Are you feeling cool in it? We're showing up in like this, which means we're serious stuff. Yeah, and you better I, be serious. I haven't done anything in six months. So it, you, your anxiety about you got to stop the anxiety. Go to do it to have fun. Yeah. You're a decent player, right? And you're with some good players. I beat you that time. Did you? Yeah, oh, when you played, mm-hmm. when you played when horse, you played horse, right? Hmm, I had forgotten. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. Well, considering that was 10 years ago, it yeah. might not. Yeah, and <laughs> Sammy's got a bunch of guys on his team that are around his age. Yeah. So he said, He's got you, the know, stamina. He goes, you know, here's what we're going to do. He says, we're going to be the ones that will be playing, and when we need a breather, you guys will come in. I was uh, like, okay. So you're going to be riding the bench. So I'll be riding the bench, cheering them on, and Woo! it's like, oh, it's time for my 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, maybe you can keep them laughing, too. Maybe so. I'll get to touch the ball. Who knows? Yeah. Very fun. Well, let us know what you think. You can see them on our Facebook page or at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your family-friendly box office review. Get you ready for the big family movie, Trolls, the animated with Justin Timberlake, Mm -hmm. but also Marvel's Doctor Strange. They say it might just be the best Marvel movie ever, should you let your kids see it. We'll do that next. 
New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. So much to tell you about. We're going to get to these big family movies. They're going to bring the crowds this week into the box office. First, I do want you to know there's that Mel Gibson movie. It's a war drama called Hacksaw Ridge, starring Andrew Garfield and Vince Vaughn. Um, that one opens today. But also, the long-awaited animated Trolls, starring Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, Russell Brand, and even James Gordon. Poppy is the leader of the Trolls, and it's not her fault she's so insanely happy. She just never faced a real problem. Until now. The troll princess and her companion try to rescue her friends from being eaten by their enemies. And this is the Justin Timberlake. I mean, there's a lot of good music yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, the big Can't song the of the feeling. summer is, is the reason we've been waiting for this movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the weekend, finally. We've also got one of the most anticipated movies ever from Marvel. And that's saying a lot, right? Well, the, the, as many as they have, yeah. yeah. This is the 14th Marvel Studios wow. movie uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. We harness energy and shape reality. The Avengers protect the world from physical dangers. We safeguard it against more mystical threats. Okay, so it is more mystical. The reason they're saying that you're going to love it is that it has real heart and real soul with the whole Marvel experience. Should your kids watch it, we will get to that. First, um, who is he? He's a former neurosurgeon who has an injury, a hand injury. Mm -hmm. So what happens with your hands and you're a surgeon? You can't work anymore. He goes on a journey of healing. He wants to find out how to fix this. Okay, and he's drawn into the world of mystic arts. So they're saying this is the Marvel's first really entrance into a magical but kind of type. But he's a superhero? I didn't say that. I oh. said he's Doctor Strange and he's more magical. Oh. Does that make sense? Or he okay. delves into a magic world, but it's Marvel Universe and it's spiritual also. And they're saying because okay. of that, it's not like a Marvel movie where everybody's blowing up things at the end and world domination. It's going to be big, but it's it's, it's more different. magical and mystical. How do you mm-hmm. like that? Um should you let your kids watch it? Well, there will be some stuff that goes in their memory bank that they see here. But if they've watched any of the other Marvel movies, they should be A-OK. Uh, okay. Doctor Strange is PG-13. Trolls PG for the kids. And uh, Hacksaw Ridge is rated R. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Coming up next, Mary at 877-310-4MSJ has some advice for Jody and I. You know, we're trying to teach our oldest daughter how to drive here. Yep. There are a few things apparently we've missed. Love having you along. Be a part of the show anytime. Join the conversation at 877-310-4MSJ. Oh, Jody, you know how you and uh, Murphy are trying to teach your oldest daughter, Taylor, to oh, drive? Or at least I know. get her comfortable behind the wheel before she does go to driver's ed. Right. Uh, Mary's got some good ideas for you this morning. Hey, Mary. I've been designated teacher of the young drivers for many, many, many years. Yay. Okay. And I started out with, you know, riding around with my nieces and nephews, uh, younger siblings, mm-hmm. and pointing out different things. So, hey, what was that sign for? Hey, what's this What's this solid line in the middle of the road for? Right. Uh, what's that for? And, you know, just kind of getting them used to the different things. And I'd say, did you notice what I'm doing with my head? Mm-hmm. I'm looking in my rearview mirror. I'm looking in my side mirrors. And we would say, okay, it's your turn. Now, what, what, what were we talking about earlier? And then we would go through all of that. Nice. You're a great teacher. Then, like, yeah. I want to learn from you. You know, you you make them feel comfortable first. Yes. Well, look, thanks for calling. I appreciate you. Thanks for the confidence boost. 
Um, thank you. And I listen to y'all. I drive an hour to work every day. So um, I listen to you for my hours drive to and from work. My goodness. Well, thanks for the time. We thank appreciate you. you. Thank you, Mary. It's funny. I'm realizing that once you start to teach someone how to drive is when you have to think about teaching what someone to doing? drive. Yeah. Because it's something that you do when you do it every day. You don't it's think just about comes, it. It's instinctual. The things that I've had to say, hey, when you let your foot off of that brake, if you're in drive, it's going to go. That never dawned on me as something I had to teach, mm-hmm. but the everything. And you know when Taylor goes out again, because she's supposed to go with Murphy the second time? Yeah, this weekend. <laughs> she, you know, even though it's Murphy and she might be a little more uh, you know, stressed or anxious, she's going to feel a little, I think, less of that. Of course, because Every time it. she goes, it's going to be a little bit less of warring and stressed out. Exactly. Thank you, Mary. I'll be a part of the show anytime on this fun Friday, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. This is fun. Why Mariah Carey wants an inconvenience fee from billionaire James Packer who broke her heart publicly and how much she's asking for next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Did you hear that Mariah Carey wants James Packer to pay her a $50 million inconvenience fee for the breakup? I have heard so much in the past week about her calling Nick personally to say, please sign the divorce papers so that James and I can move forward. And like days later, she and James broke up in Greece. And this happened back in September. It's not Nick Cannon's fault. No, no. uh -uh. This is just all the stuff I've been... I don't know why, but I've been reading this all week about Mariah. Different it little sounds tidbits. to me like these two people have such complicated lives because of their wealth and because of her fame and because of the way they're used to living, both of them, mm-hmm. that that was never going to go easily. It never was going to go down easily. Apparently, one of the big points of contention is a, a prenup that, you know, it, of course, when you're talking about that kind of money, you sign a prenup. Right. It's in both of their best interests to sign a prenup. He was so in love with her, is what we're told, that he was willing to go forward without a prenup, which was not advised. So somebody snapped him to reality. Yeah, supposedly it was one of, like his business manager said, you can't do this. Right. And there was a big argument. and So much to know about this yeah. and so many rumors. But I will tell you this. Supposedly, she feels she's owed this fee from him, part of the, you know what would have been hers if they had gotten married, a prenup sort of a thing, as an inconvenience fee because she changed her whole life for him. She moved. She moved her children. She had bought a Valentino wedding gown. She bought her young daughter a matching Valentino wedding gown, booked villas in Bora Bora for their wedding. Have and you none ever of it's happening. heard of a wedding or marriage inconvenience fee, though? No, but this I mean, is, unless she had it on paper. This, this is, is Mariah, darling. Yeah. By the way, she hit the stage last night for the first time since this public, you know, split in Toronto for the Saks Fifth Avenue unveiling of their Christmas window. And she looked like 50 million bucks. Yeah. I'm going to say, instead of the big, huge ring, she was wearing a butterfly uh-huh. ring. One of her signature butterfly She's rings. got that ring socked away. All right, let's take you quickly to um, New York this weekend. SNL, Saturday Night Live, will be hosted by Dr. Strange himself, Benedict Cumberbatch. We miss it last. It's a big, serious, big weekend for him, and he's going to bring the funny. And, of course, this is the last show they do before the election, so expect them to really bring it with all those impressions. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, we'll get you ready for Doctor Strange and Trolls, which opens this weekend, too. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, Murphy's Friday favorite, and the one thing he's demanding we do this weekend first before we can do anything else. And this is the weekend that you fall back, we fall back, 
Almost go back to standard time. One extra hour. I'm ready to spend it watching TV or sleeping. Or I remember too. Family, to family time. Change out batteries and smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors and right. and the like too. Yeah, that's a good idea. I forget about that. Some of ours do have batteries. Some don't. Mr. Safety. And the, and the ones that do have batteries make this ridiculously loud beeping sound when they start mm-hmm. to go dead. At three in the morning, of course. Right. Yes, exactly. And then it's like, I would think you would like that. First, that's a reminder. I love it, but it, it you don't hear it often, so it takes me forever yeah. to track down where the noise is coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yes, yeah, Sam, those are very good ideas. Hey, uh, speaking of falling back and how we're going to use that hour, Jody. Murphy's Friday favorite. Here's my Friday favorite, which really has nothing to do with pop culture other than the fact that uh, Stranger Things, which Jody and I consider ourselves late to the party on, but I guess there are a lot of people that are kind of in the same place that yeah. we are. But this is a big weekend for us, Sam, because we're down to the final episode okay. of season one. We knocked out the two episodes last night, which we never do on a weeknight, but yeah. we did. It was probably- like, what? Let's do it again. So... I mean, can you say where you are? Like, um, vaguely say what happened so far up in the last I, thing that happened. Here's, here we go. They're all together in the house. Okay. Leave it at that. How about yeah, that? That's yeah, the way that doesn't you know give you a spoiler. I like and that. And now I finally understand the 11 costume for Halloween with the waffles. Didn't get that before. Oh. You know what I'm saying now? Yeah. I so, yeah. So we'll be, we'll be spending time with Eleanor. I mean, Eleanor. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven <laughs> and the kids and the rap. Um, and Hopper. And Hopper. Are, yeah. you, are you starting to like Hopper or not? <laughs> starting to. Done. First episode. Right. Love him. The anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, that what's cute to me about that being your Friday favorite, because I know that it is, Murphy. He was so excited last night when we went to bed. He's like, I cannot wait to finish this show now. Like, yeah. I cannot wait. I was tempted to, you know, I mean, I really was tempted. It's like, we should have done that. But I think it would have wrecked our Friday to stay up an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, we were close. And our oldest daughter, Taylor, who's seen it, already said, yeah, the last episode's longer. It's weird because not all the episodes are the same length. Yeah. Some are an hour. The, the second to last was only 41 minutes. I'm like, whoa. That's Super what I like quick. about Netflix. I mean, it, 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 they tell the story as far as they have to, and then we'll move on to right. the next episode. Exactly. Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. All right, coming up next, what would you do if you, on the spot, in front of a class, had to come up with a slogan, an anti-smoking slogan? One of our kids did. Yeah. We'll hit you with that next. And you get something that you will not hear here. It's exclusive. It's called Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. It's a new thing we've added to our podcast when you become a subscriber, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is absolutely free. And that way you can catch some of the things that happen when we're, like, done. Yeah. But not really done, I suppose. The uh, after the show conversation. Yes, and you can listen on your schedule, which makes it really cool. Get the link now at murphysamandjody.com. You know, one day um, earlier in the week, I had to ch- I checked Phoebe out of school early. Our youngest. Um, right. I checked her out because she had a doctor's appointment for her foot. She got fitted for a boot. The boot. We might be doing surgery. For the navicular December. articulation, vernacular and something. Accessory navicular. Yes. Ha. It's a bone Sounds sticking like out. like some kind of Latin church thing, doesn't well, it? has any yeah. medical thing ever had a simple name? Yeah. No. But anyway. Well, don't, aren't you glad? Yes. Wouldn't it kind of cheapen the profession if it was like so simplistic? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, it took me a few times when people would say, "What? so what's wrong with her foot? I'd go... Uh, it's a bobo. We're going to have to operate. It seemed like the girl who doesn't know what's going on with her child because I couldn't remember the medical term. Yeah. But anyway, she missed um, science class. When I checked her out, she was we were I, she, I took her out of science class, mm-hmm. and you know, her teacher said, "Remember the, the your assignment. You need to write a letter to your future self about why you're not going to you're not going to smoke." And that oh, was her okay. homework, or, or write it to a letter, someone that you love. She had the option. So anyway. Um, I took her out of that class early, and I guess she didn't realize because she wasn't. The next day, 
when they got back to class and were sharing their letters and stuff, they also had been told to come up with a an anti-smoking slogan, you know, for ads, for PSAs or whatever. And she said because she didn't know to do that, she had to come up with it on the spot. And I said, oh, Phoebes, that's pressure, yeah. you know, because she didn't have the whole night to think of it. But she called, she came up with one. Are you ready? She didn't tell you this yet, Daddy? No, I've not heard this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Don't smoke if you don't want to get a stroke. Oh, oh, she said. I'm like, it rhymed, Phoebe. And they've been reading about all the things that, you know, whatever yeah. smoking contributes to, which yeah. is why she said that. I thought, well, that's good. Pretty darn yeah. good. I yeah. probably panicked and said, smoking, don't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said that somebody else in her class who's a friend of hers came up with, don't smoke, it's no joke, or something like that. Ah, I thought, another too. rhymer, another rhyme. But anyway, isn't that crazy funny that, that she... Is- I mean, at least she was able to do it on the spot, but she's kind of creative like that. But why is it that we always want to rhyme something when we're asked to put something on the spot? Because if you rhyme, it sticks with people. Yeah, it's, it's true. easier it works. to remember a rhyme. It works. all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of her. Let's hope it I'm sticks. Telling you, yeah. Coming up, Sam has music news. I got the uh, song that Bruno Mars said made him question and doubt himself about whether he could write good music ever again. Sam's got music news. Mr. Bruno Mars is on the uh, cover of this month's Rolling Stone. And he, I love it when he's on the cover. Is he like holding a leopard again or something? Like, I need to look it up. Never mind. Uh, and I'm he, on it. It t- hits a bunch of different topics, Super Bowl and songs. And one of the songs he talks about is Uptown Funk. This song's going to define him, isn't it? Yeah. I hope not. And, and he says kind of, he goes into the fact that it may have actually hurt him mentally. But the song was so popular that when he came down to writing this new album, the 24K. Pressure. He said, am I going to be able to do that again? Are people going to take oh, me right, seriously? Right, right. I mean, I got the biggest song ever. Are they going to like it? Is the radio even going to play my new music? Because it's like, well, it's not a damn thought. So he said he kind of got over that when he got into the new album. Uh, he talked about the Super Bowl, uh, doing the, the Super Bowl. And he said, you know, the NFL took a chance on him. But once he got the deal, he was in constant fighting with the producers of the show. Right. Because he told them, look, keep the cameras on me and my band and I got you. No kidding. And he said, they kept telling him, well, you know, there's this part where we want to go to the audience. And nope. they got the, the lighted bracelets on. He's like... Don't mm. do that. Keep the cameras on me. He's right. And apparently, the lighted bracelet thing never did work out. So, yeah. hey. His moves are too great. By the oh, way, yeah. the, the title of the article is Bruno Mars, The Private Anxiety of a Pop Perfectionist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's this month's Rolling Stone. Check it out. Okay. Uh, Forbes is out with their highest paid women in music. The top list there, number three, Madonna. Adele's number two, but coming in at number one, making $170 million. It's Taylor Swift. Yes, and you know what? Because it's she writes so much and gives it, you know, yeah. she's making money on more music than just hers. She's also very generous. I like to say that. Oh, yeah. She, she gives She's donated back. so much this year. So she hit the highest paid women list, number one on that. But she also is number one on Forbes Celebrities' top 100 highest paid stars list. Mm. Men and women on that one. And Jody, I got one for your daughter, Taylor. Uh, one of her favorite bands since she's a pentaholic. Is Pentaholic. that what it is? Taylor and Phoebe yeah, both of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Pentatonix uh, is going to have a holiday special. Mary, did you know <gasps> that your baby boy... In case you don't know who Pentatonix are, they're an all acapella group. Mm-hmm. Inc- they're incredible. They're perfect, actually. And they sing without instruments. Stop. Okay. okay so when, uh, it's December 14th, special. NBC. Uh, it's going to be them. Uh, Reba McIntyre, Kelly Clarkson, also part of the show. Wow. Possibly Dolly Parton, too. And oh, some yes. other well, that's names right, because they're added. doing a duet, right? Well, right. They, not did a duet. A, they did they Jolene. Did, yeah, they did the cover of Jolene. You're right. Nice. Maybe they'll do Hard Candy Christmas. Oh, Yay. what? Yay. 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Doctor Strange is new this weekend at the box office from Marvel. So who is he? We're gonna fill you in. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. The world of Marvel giving us a highly anticipated hero, if you can call him that, Doctor Strange. We harness energy. And Starring reality. Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, who was a neurosurgeon, injur- injures his hands and wants them fixed, and goes into like the world of magic to get them fixed. And, and he gets a cape and a not shield. The, and no, he... it's not the typical superhero. Oh. Not, but Marvel is saying audiences are going to love it. So it's a big one. It's a big one. We also have the animated flick we've all waited for all summer: Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick in Trolls. Poppy is the leader of the trolls. About a troll princess and who goes on a journey to find a lost friend. And of course, there's a lot of great music here. Doctor Strange is rated PG-13. Trolls is rated PG. And don't forget, we have Mel Gibson's Hacksaw Ridge. That's rated R this weekend. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. I'm beginning to wonder when you have a busy life and career and children and all this, do you ever have a relaxing weekend? You try. Oh, man, do you try. Um, I'm super excited that the weekend's here. Thank the Lord that it's Friday. So excited. And there's lots going on. And I just found out last night. I'm excited about it, though. I'm having company this weekend. We have family oh. coming into town. My cousin, and, and she's bringing her son. Mm-hmm. And when I told our girls that, Taylor and Phoebe, dancing in the house. Oh, good. It's that... It's that cousin that they love that they never get to see. Well, then that will keep them occupied. Well, they already had a, bu- a bunch of things to go going oh, on though already, so okay. it's just going to add to it. But it's really funny because I'm at that place right now, Friday morning, trying to decide. She's coming into town and bringing her son. They are staying the night with us, right? But when she's in town, do I invite everybody over? to eat oh. it's like do i add that thing to my weekend where i'm all of a sudden hosting no, the, i really want to but man it'll add hours of so like planning you, and this too if if she comes in and you don't invite everybody over and they know she was here does, does anybody she, get upset because she no, no 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 she's gonna go see everyone that's gotcha. why she's coming okay. she's going to go oh, see well then, everybody yeah well, you know that kind of takes care of itself i don't know i kind of want to you know what i mean that whole thing where you battle with yourself about no relax or you know, this is what the inner hostess in me is yeah. calling me to do. Anyway, if I cook for everybody, I'll invite you over if you want, Sam. Uh, you know where to find me. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, something, well, it's my Friday favorite. Something from entertainment that you may have missed this week because it was late at night. Coming up next. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. All right, it's Jody's turn. Okay, guys. You know, earlier in the week, I think it was it was definitely Monday night on the Tonight Show. Um, Jimmy Fallon, in the very beginning of his monologue, said, "Oh, I can't do this anymore. I hurt my leg. I hope somebody could fill. You think somebody could fill in for me?" And here comes Jay Leno out of the audience. Hillary Clinton got quite a scare tonight. I guess a trick or treater came to the door dressed as a lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> And I tell you, that Donald Trump, he is a smart businessman. When kids rang his bell and yelled trick or treat, uh, Trump yelled trick, and before the kids grabbed any candy, declared bankruptcy. <laughs> Boom, just like that. <laughs> the greatest thing about our country, and this is why I'm optimistic, out of more than 325 million Americans, we were able to narrow it down to the two best loved, most qualified people. That's, I mean, that's unbelievable. <laughs> You think that scratched his itch for him to you know, get back in yeah. front of the camera I and do mean, monologue? Yeah. What's he going to do? Write jokes and send them to Jimmy? Yeah. No. Do them yourself. And it's fun to do that for the audience. Fun for him. And this is the last 
This was the last week he could do that before we, I mean, the election's Tuesday. That's true. He sounds so comfy doing that, too. Well, he is. You know it feels good to him. Back in his element. Jody's Friday favorite.